At The Warehouse, New Jersey, individuals and families who have experienced homelessness are finding new beginnings and dignity. It's here where they choose donated furnishings and home goods for apartments and other living spaces as they start what they hope is an upward trajectory in their lives. Kim Sleeman founded The Warehouse, New Jersey, a Good People Fund grantee, because she saw the need and more importantly, a community-based solution. For more information, see the links in our show notes. For now, here's Kim and GPF Executive Director, Naomi Eisenberger. Kim, could you give our listeners an idea of what Warehouse of New Jersey is all about and why? Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on this podcast. I have so appreciated your constant support over these last two and a half years. The warehouse started because I have been fortunate enough to be part of organizations that have really helped people. I came out of college and went straight into the Peace Corps in Africa. I moved to New Jersey later in my life and was part of PTO's Junior League of the Oranges and Short Hills. Bridges Outreach and Summit, Helping the Homeless. And my favorite moments was when we were doing a community outreach project and really making a difference in people's lives. But I didn't want all the best experiences of my life to have been in the past. And I didn't wanna just be doing these types of projects two or three times a year. And so I decided to create the Warehouse New Jersey so that I could wake up every morning inspired to help somebody, an individual, a family, someone new to the country, somebody who'd been through a fire or flood, somebody who suffered from mental illness or had a disability. No matter what the circumstances, I wanted to create an organization that would help them create a new beginning. Tell us a little bit about what Warehouse New Jersey does. Our clients come to the warehouse from over 15 different social service organizations. The case managers contact me when they have a family or an individual who has been homeless, spent time in their shelter, spent time on the street, been living in their car. No matter what the circumstance, they have gotten to a point where they are now getting a new apartment and they are starting a new life. Most of these people, whether they're refugees, whether they have just lost everything and been evicted from their apartment, for the most part, they come with just a couple bags of clothing. That's it. And there is an enormous void between when they get the apartment and somehow trying to start this new life and setting it up. You can't have a home without furniture. So my idea was, I live in a wonderful community and surrounding communities where people have a lot of furniture and household items, and many people are looking to recycle those, to pass them on. And what better way than to pass them on to people who have nothing, who are starting again. So the warehouse is very simple. It's a very simple model. We are constantly collecting gently used furniture and household items. We store them in a shared warehouse in Orange, And then the clients come to me from case managers. As soon as they're ready to move into the apartment, I meet with them. Ideally, I measure their space and I sit down and I listen to their story and hear what their vision is for their new life. 
I invite them to come to the warehouse space and pick out whatever it is they need to create this new home. That is one of the most important things about the warehouse is helping to give these people a voice again, a choice again. It's to empower them so that they feel secure and hopeful for this new chapter in their lives. And to watch them look around at the furniture that I've collected, it gets me every time. But they pick out what they want, and then we tag each item. We rent a U-Haul. I get one other person to help me lift the couches and move the dressers <laughs> and everything else they've chosen, and we move them in. And that day when we arrive to an empty space and we bring in each piece and we try to set it up with them, and at the end of a half an hour or an hour when everything's in place and they look around, they look around at everything that they just chose. And their empty space has now just been turned yeah. into this wonderful new home for them. It gets me every single time because you realize, yes, some mornings I wake up and I say, do I want to be lifting a heavy couch today? But when you see the difference that it makes in a very short time and we bid them well and we wish them good luck. And these people and these families, you just know that their, their life is beginning again and they have a fresh new start. I can only imagine the emotion. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as you, as you were describing it, I found myself, you know, getting a little choked up. Is, is there one comment that stands out? Well, in two and a half years, we have helped. We're coming up to our 300th family. Wow. I still have some of my first 12 clients. I remember right. there was a woman who was domestically abused. And once we moved in and I had my daughter with me that day and she was she was worried at first. She said, well, what's this person going to look like? They've been homeless. And by the end of it, she was like, now, if it was me, I would put the dresser over here and I put the side <laughs> tables here. And it, I mean, they were fast friends. And right. we walked away and this client said to me, never could I have imagined feeling safe again to feel right. that security. And I remember my daughter looked at me and she just, the whole world made a little more sense that day. That reminds me, many of your volunteers were youth from the community. That's one of the benefits of having this wonderful nonprofit is to be able to share it and hopefully impart it amongst this next generation so right. that they intrinsically feel that want to help other people. So I do try to incorporate people that are home from college, students from the high schools. That is always wonderful, especially when I find out later that one of those students wrote an essay to get into college about how meaningful one of the moves was for him or her. That to me makes me realize we're making a difference, not just for these families, but for these younger people. The situations that these kids and even the adults are seeing are not necessarily familiar to them. From my perspective, I think that that is a very significant plus. You, you talk about lifting couches and dressers. Um, I can only imagine how difficult that is. How do you manage that? That aspect of the business is not uh, for everybody. 
but not all our pieces are, are couches yep. and heavy items. There's lots right. of other, you know, from lamps to art to right. side tables, what have you. But the picking up and the delivering of furniture is only one aspect of how people can help. I mean, people can come to the warehouse and help, or, you know, organize the pieces. The furniture mm -hmm. and the inventory comes in so fast. Sometimes we can't make it all pretty and organized. You know, sometimes we drop it and go get more furniture. Um, so people right. could come in and clean and organize the furniture. People could keep a lookout in their communities for the items yeah. that we need, whether just household items or the furniture and could organize it. So it makes it really easy for us to pick it up. People yeah. could help me write grants so we could raise more money so that we can continue doing this. I mean, this is a wonderful yeah. nonprofit, but we don't make any money towards no. ourselves. Everything goes into paying for the warehouse space, renting the U-Hauls, paying one or two other people to help me lift the big things. Right. And right. then I also buy mattresses and beds for people from mattress firms. So those, those are my four big costs. So every dime that we raise goes towards that. These days, especially with the influx of refugees since this past right. July, which when I started this two and a half years ago, yeah. I had no idea that we were going to have Hurricane Ida come through and have so many families lose so many of their items, in addition to refugees from Afghanistan mostly, but also Syria and El Salvador and Guatemala, you name it. We must have helped 45 families since July, most, mostly from Afghanistan and Syria. There are endless coming in in the future. Yeah. Do you find it difficult to get enough items that you need? At the moment, the warehouse is full. But wow. if I placed two or three people, some of these families live in a three-bedroom apartment and we outfit every single room. That's, that's a 15-foot U-Haul. You do a few of those and then all of a sudden you're looking for furniture. So it really is a revolving door. I, I often say to people, just give me 10 days or give me a week and then I'll have space and I can take your items. I, I hate to say no to people, especially with the beautiful yep. furniture that people are offering. Talk about labor intensive yes. but rewarding <laughs> well well you know rewarding goes so far yes um, <laughs> yes do you ever have the opportunity to be in contact with someone who you may have helped you know a year ago i absolutely i still talk to my very first client i mean i spend hours with these yeah. people. I want to understand what they've been through. I want to hear them being hopeful about their future. We spend hours picking out furniture in the warehouse. They're with me every step of the way when we deliver it. So when it's all finished, that we have a kinship, we have a relationship. You know, on some level, you are a therapist. Well, I, I have to say there was one younger uh, woman uh, in her young 20s and she came into the warehouse and was all like, oh, I love that. And I love this and all confident. And, but after about an hour of going through and picking things out, all of a sudden the tears came mm. and she said, I don't know if I'm being a good enough mom. Um. All I want to do is have a bed for my daughter who's three. Mm. And I want to help, you know, create a new life after we've lost everything. And we went from her being the most confident person right. to her being 
reduced to a puddle of tears and right. we were hugging and I, I just said, mm -hmm. you're doing everything right. You're doing yeah. everything right. And this is a small part. This furniture is a very, very small part, but you're doing, you're making all the right choices and you're setting up a safe and happy home for your child. You know, moments like that, again, I'm like, and this is why I do this. Any community could do this. First of all, and you see this firsthand, there is an abundance of goods Absolutely. that would otherwise go into a landfill for the yep. most part. And before you were dealing with refugees, you were dealing with people who were burned out. You were dealing with you know, victims of domestic violence and so forth. That's not going away. Basically, anyone could do this. And Anybody could do this. It is such a simple, simple model. Every state has organizations similar to this, but there's a lot bigger need. One of our other programs that's doing this resettlement now, actually two of them have come up with very, what I think, you know, what I thought, thought was a very interesting idea. One of them gives every family a rice cooker, anyone coming oh. from Afghanistan. Oh. And another one is having made for every family a particular kind of dining table. I guess it's very low to the ground. It's something That's... from Afghani culture. Oh, okay. I, I was touched by both of those efforts to, to be culturally sensitive to the families that are coming. Well, I uh, have a very, a very good friend who said to me the other day, if you, the next time you have a Syrian family, I know she's Turkish and, and she said, uh, I know what foods they eat. Yeah, I can go to that market and provide them with some culturally appropriate, appropriate food. And when they walk in, they'll be like, oh my yeah, gosh, wow. <laughs> you know, I love that because that's another way that people can get involved. If you have a particular yeah. strength that is appropriate for any of my clients, yeah. that's how you can get involved. I feel like I've met some goals recently. This past year, we moved, we share a warehouse space, but we right. have a lovely space in Orange. Right. Um, and my next task is to try to purchase a 15 foot truck so mm. that I'm not giving all, I mean, I, I must have spent almost yeah. $30,000 with U-Haul at this point. So that's, that's my next big goal. Then my whole life, I'll have a truck and, you know, <laughs> that I can access at any time. I know what it's like to be doing everything yourself. I always feel very guilty when I talk to our grantees and say, well, you should. Have you thought of? And I'm sure that many times they want to tear their hair out and say, it's just me here. I, I am thrilled because I, you know, as, as you said, it's just two years. It was really not much more than an idea, a little bit more than an idea when we first met. And I am excited to see that every time we offer you a matching grant, you you manage to enlist people. So much of this is really spreading the word. It is. Because so many people in our community have so much strength and talents of their own. I always welcome. So don't ever stop giving me advice or giving me <laughs> helpful hints. I, I welcome it yeah. because I know what I'm good at and I know what other people are better at. So that's right. why... When people want to get involved, there's lots of different ways to yes. make this continue. You know, that's all we want to do. We're just trying to help people. Well, I want to thank you for taking time out of your day. In so many ways, you and the warehouse are really poster children for the Good People Fund. 
I love what I do and I love incorporating other people to share in the amazing feeling you get out of helping other people. I love the power and the sense of warmth that you feel when you realize that people have yes. hope again. Yes. That there is hope. Thanks. Have a good day. Take care. Bye-bye.